and welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Southern Scrap Nation's podcast. I'm your host, as always, Daniel Jonas, and um, welcome back, everyone. I know it's been a little bit. Uh, I've decided to go ahead and change, or not really change, but go back to the way the podcast was and keep it nice and simple for y'all. Um, I'm going to go back to doing a couple a week, but just keep it audio um, and just keep to what this is and talk about fights and fighting, not put too much pressure behind it. And I kind of just want to keep it nice and calm and simple and go back to what I was doing this and why I was doing this. Back to the roots, boy. Yeah. So today we're going to do an unapologetic ADSC kind of podcast to, um, to kind of, I guess... What's the word for it? Bring it back and, in. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and reinitiate, yeah, reengage, reengage like the the podcast and start it off on this foot. So, once again, joining me, David Fitzgerald what from up? all the way from Ooh. Nashville. Um, he's in town getting some training in. We got to go see Tim Dillon last night. Why don't we uh, talk about that a little bit? Hated it. Hated it, dude. Now nah, he is sucked. such a funny bastard, dude. All those other like waiting for him was almost like sitting in a DMV line. It was, man. Like, I couldn't, could not give a fuck about the openers or anything, which I appreciate a good opener, but come on, man. Yeah, especially that second dude. He was going, like, real fast with his content, I felt. I think that, I don't know if he was just trying to get it in or if that was his content, but, I mean, he was funny. He was funny, but. I liked uh, the only opener I've ever really liked was uh, Jeremiah Watkins, which different story with that. He's <coughs> solid comedian. Yeah, he's like actually a comedian. But it's funny, like when I get in there, I turn into like a fucking like critic. Like my face is all really? I can feel my face just like not moving. Everybody's laughing, and I'm just like unimpressed. And then when he came out, man, he broke it all. I was fucking in tears. Yeah, dude. He, uh, I love when he comes in and shits on cities. I think that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Just because we're in a we're in a place now where it used to be cool to shit on cities. It used to, like that used to be like just joking hate used to be a thing, um, and it was never taken like a like you're a hater. It's just kind of like you shit on the city because you know you gotta you gotta take the piss out of yourself every so often. So he does that with every city, but I love the fact, because he does love Charlotte. He would never just come start this thing in Charlotte and then do a one night here if he didn't actually love it. And then just his bits, like the whole, his way of thinking is perfect for comedy. Mm -hmm. It's fast. It's very, um, it's dark, but it's not like Like, Jesselnik dark or whatever. It's good. I really enjoyed it. What, What blew my mind is the hecklers that they have. Like, that are actually there. I can't believe people actually do that shit. I can't believe someone goes to these places and tries to make it the me show. Like, yeah, I like those, those two girls at that table, like, they were guaranteed. Like, they were just, I, I didn't know that type of person was real. But the hot white girl? They just, they were texting the whole goddamn time and, like, passing the phone back and forth and, like, talking out loud. I'm like... You're in the fucking front row. Yeah. What are you doing, man? Show and what, some respect. What's crazy is like, uh, they're in the front row. They've got the two. They've got a table to themselves essentially. And you're talking about like, 
most tables are all like our table's packed. Our table had everyone mm-hmm. in it. And then they order a bucket of beer. Like one, I guess Fitz and I are doing a better job watching our figure than you all are because <laughs> we're housing down these tall boy white claws and you're over here finishing off a 12 pack of Budweiser Bud yeah. Light. Um, but yeah, it's just weird. And then like to be oblivious in it where he calls them out and she's like, what? It's like, obviously he's talking to you. Like, if, first of all, for you to be like, what? Yeah. Watch the fucking show. Yeah, I just them. can't. I, I seriously, I was so disappointed in them. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to go over and be like, come on, just do better. Figure it out. Figure it out, dude. And it's just like, you're going to text and pass the fucking phone back and forth that close to the, I mean, like, how distracting is that? How it, rude. It's, it's just like, no, but we have, it's like, but it's our, you know, our phone, but it's my life. My mom wants to know how drunk I'm getting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Jesus right. Christ. That's right. Stop. She, she did say that. Put your phone away for an hour. That's what I was going to get to is that um, that hour should be dedicated to, like, not on your phone. And, like, that should be a relief that you don't have to be on it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's part of the reason why certain comedians, uh, when we went to go see Louis C.K., when I went to go see Joe, we got yonder bags. And uh, Louis gave you a yonder bag? Mm-hmm. Which, hmm. I mean, makes sense. Yes. Anyone could have filmed Tim last night. Like, people were filming Ari when we went to the Ari show because it was such a big venue that people were just, like, sitting where we were. We were, like, in the middle. So they had clear view of the stage, but, like, with all the lights and all that, like, you couldn't – like, the stage couldn't see you. Um, so there were people just bright as day filming him. That's like, bro. I don't, I don't get it why everything has to be recorded. Why can't you just go and like you you lose the catharsis of it all? Not like, only that, like most stories I tell, I don't have video of, just because it was different times and like I just didn't have a video for that. But if I had a video for it, like that ruins my storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like it ruins the whole ability to to let the other person be creative in um, coming up with what the story sounds like to them, and then it allows you to be creative in developing a narrative that is enticing to someone to listen to. And right. without that ability, people get fucking boring. Because if you are just like, oh, let me tell you what happened last night. Nah, you know what, never mind, let me just show you. It's like, well, there goes all that creativity. I see what you mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the retelling of something is like, it was hilarious, it was this, it was that, but if you just pull it out and you're like, look. Yeah. yeah. And there goes like history, like history is fucking, like I don't want history to just be videos of history. Like that's just, it's fucking boring. Like the ability, like we, we go back to Roman and Greek times all the time in history, like in our books, and we find it fascinating in Egyptian time because it's not – there's no video. People yeah, have to, like, sit there and talk about it. The video is going to be the new textbook right. as opposed to, like, how yeah. a teacher is going to tell you something to get you fucking hyped up about it rather than right. just looking at the archives pretty much. And that's where I find it hard for someone to, like, fall in love with it, right? It's hard, it's hard to fall in love with something if you just have – the X's and O's in front of you. And that probably makes more sense on why people are becoming more and more artistic. Because, like... <laughs> bit of a bit of a turn there, but yeah. But, like, it just... Like, that whole, like, compassion and, like, like feeling thing. Like, the lack of emotion. I get it. Like, I... It, it, it's... <coughs> it's more... It definitely... It definitely suits the way things are going. Because... Yeah, if you just watch videos on the past like and have no emotion to it, yeah, you can learn from it. But 
it's way more exciting. You're, you're disengaged if you're not. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But, like, just why the... Why are you recording everything? Yeah, why why do you have to take a picture of fucking everything, man? But to be able to go back to your friend and then tell them about the show, and then they can see the, oh, my God, he had such a good time there because look at the reaction that he's giving. Look at the fucking passion he's telling the story about. But if he's just like, yeah, man, it was good. It was fucking awesome, bro. Yeah, yeah. And you're just, like, looking down at your phone, and it's like, yeah, man, he told some good jokes. Um, Saw this fire thing on Instagram while I was there. That's like... (laughs) You know... Here's here's another thing I noticed. When you go out through the line and, you know, everybody's out there, you can holler at them. Um, everybody's, no one looked at Tim. They're looking down at their phones to make sure they're getting, like, the flash ready and everything because it's, like, for them. Instead mm-hmm. of just, like, why not just go up, shake the guy's hand? Like, I mean, I know you got a picture, but it was, like, y'all talked first and, like. Well, the first time I went, like, I went, like, the first time I went to Tim, I just went because Quinn was in the bathroom. So when I went the first time to see him, I went up to him and I just shook his hand. I didn't ask for a photo. Right, yeah. right. Like so, the first time, I, and then this second time, I was like, "Oh well, now that she's here, like let's get a let's get a photo." I think that's hilarious that she just last second grabs a fucking ticket away from the table. It's just like I'll I'll be there too. <laughs> it's like, what? Are you gonna meet up? Like, she's like, "What table are you guys?" I was like, "51." She's like, "Nah, I just got a table behind you." I was like, "Are you?" Sure. What she's a like, fucking goof, man. She's like, oh, yeah, I just want to go see Tim. <laughs> and it was funny when I mean I, I brought this up, but like when my friends like, oh my god, you took her to see Ari. I was like, bro, I took her to see Louie. Like Ari's less. Well, Ari is likely to get naked on stage, but he's less likely to jerk off in front of her. I, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but even then, I don't think. No, no, she he, could a fuck about anything. No, no, no. But that's what I mean. Is like. It's like, oh my god, you would take your girl. It's like, she doesn't yeah, care. She's more likely to get hit with that, uh, that bloody, yeah, that bloody, uh, bloody butt rag. Bloody butt rag, bro. Yeah. Oh shit. That couple in front of us was hilarious, though. Um, they were like an interracial couple. It oh, could have been like their dude, second date. She or was, I mean, she was into. She it. was into it. She was fucking crying at the at the uh, the opener. To- this is going to sound real weird. Thanks to her, I realized that I grew up with black kids. Because every time she found something funny, she goes, yo. And I go, damn. That's what I, like, like that's all I heard, like, when in, through high school and yeah. shit. Like, anytime anything was funny, you'd hear, like, yo. <laughs> and, like, that's, that's kind of how I, like, find, like, that's what I do when I find Dude, things funny. Dude, she almost funny. flipped the table. Yeah, no. Fucking <laughs> lunatic. But there are some people that, like, a comedy show is weird because, you look around at some people laughing so hard, and it's like, is that genuine? Are you really laughing that hard? Yeah, you just don't know the person, so it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. determine whether or not they really find it funny. Because it does become the me show. Because, like, I'll laugh hysterically, but you know me, and you know that, like... But I you're can't. also not, like, everybody else can't hear you laughing hysterically. Oh, I think everyone can. Oh, maybe. I, but that's just me and my self-consciousness about things. For example, when I was in L.A. with my friend, like... Um, I don't know if you have this kind of be like I don't know if your brain works this way, but we go to this acai place, and there's a line out the door. I mean, fucking to the next building. I guess this place is so good. The guy that I'm one of the tr- one of my uh, teammates I'm with, he goes in, and at the very beginning of this line, in front of like you know all these people waiting, takes his fucking time. 
like doesn't look at the menu before, doesn't pick out what he wants, oh. d- like gets up there and goes, what's good? And just like kind of just takes his time. And I go, how are you not – like I wanted to kill myself for you. Like I felt so embarrassed that I would sit here and waste everyone else's oh time. Like I was so awkward for him. Like I was like, dude, just fucking go. Like get your shit. Go. Like there's a bunch of people out here that got shit to do. Like how are you not – how are you so like – disengaged from the fact that there's all these people out here that have things to do and they got places to be and like you know it's like you know they've got their order already and you're sitting here like is the chocolate good yeah and you're like, bro it's chocolate <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it is funny like i even going to a restaurant like yeah. i'll look the menu up before i go out to eat and just so i'm like i'm getting this so there's not a big decision moment where I hmm yeah we're gonna need a little while it's like I, I like spending time but like I'd rather spend my time at a restaurant like finessing the food you know like take a sip of this eat a bite of that you know get the coffee and everything but it's more just like the awkwardness of like everyone at the table can wait like I don't give because we're all sitting here anyways but it's the waitress or waiter that's just like sitting there and it's like you guys ready and it's like mm. yeah, yeah when everybody when the whole table hits that mm, I don't know mm. and it's like dude he's got money to make or yeah. she's got money to make like yeah you always got to be an adult be like give us 2 minutes yeah. come back in 2 minutes yeah. so I, I that's yeah that kind of stuff and that's why that stuff at the comedy show last night like with those two girls blows my mind like how do you not have an inner mo- which we I found out yesterday. There's people out there that don't have inner monologues with themselves, which blows my mind. But um, how do you not have that like inner pain in your stomach that goes, "Oh my God, everyone's judging." And like, it, I'm not saying that this is a positive thing, but it at least allows you to self reflect on what you're doing in that moment and not be a fucking rude cunt. See my 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 inner inner voice is more like like I don't really care what any, like what anyone thinks that's fair but it's more of like what do I hate mm-hmm. yeah. so what do I hate that people do don't be that person exactly that's more yeah and and like what what do I like be that person so like I t- you know sometimes I'll just have a day being big as shit I'll just have a day where I do a bunch of those like we like I'm walking towards a person and we both like meet and we don't know which way to go, right? Right. I'll just have a day where that happens nonstop. So it's got to be me. But what would I do? What would I want to happen if somebody did that to me? Probably like a, you know, like a tap on the shoulder. Be like, oh, man, excuse me. I'm all awkward and shit. So I'll do that. I'll just be like, God, like, you know, show them a little love. Like have an interaction. So just like, oh, up, up, up. You know, so just little things like that. Even just like, what would I want them to do? Basically, guys, it comes down to the golden rule, you know? Which is if I could quote scripture here, if you give me just a moment, I had, have a verse from... Uh, but yeah, dude, I... Uh, do unto others as, others want to do, as you would want others to do unto you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so simple. In, like, you just treat people the way you want to be treated. But more, it, on such like a like, minimal level. So right, like, it's, a simpl- just, it's simplistic. Just, just like, Every interacting, just basic interactions, like, you know? It, uh, but like you gotta you gotta have that fucking voice. It's like, yo, you're being you're being a dumbass out here. You're being awkward. You're fucking shit up, or you know, you're in the way. There's like um, there's a complexity but simplicity to 
human interaction where <coughs> those little moments that you were just talking about where you're walking with like and you got to do the whole like oh hey two let's dance yeah, yeah. two-step dance thing like there's a simplicity in being able to like deal with that situation but there's a complexity to like who's the asshole in it like why why put the burden on you all the time like it shouldn't just be you but you also shouldn't be the person that's like i'm not gonna fucking move i'm not gonna move yeah like that doesn't make you any better so there's this moment where make the moment not so awkward for them and in turn the the moment won't be so awkward for you Right. So, like, what you do is more than I would do. Like, I'm to be honest, I give you props for those kinds of situations. I don't even make a joke. Like, I'm a little awkward today. Like, I'd more along the lines do the, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You know, like, to me, that's, like, I'm not even at that point. But that's just, like, a, there's, like, a skill to that where you can go, oh, sorry, a little clumsy today. And then the other person go, huh, that's hilarious. And the next thing you know, you guys are fucking behind Chipotle. <laughs> For extra guac. Dude, the coolest thing I've ever had done, like, from one of those situations is, you know, like, you bump into each other. Oh, oh, the motherfucker starts doing, like, a crossover motion. <laughs> I just started playing defense, dude. <laughs> I, just, I got down. And now I he's mean, gonna be in my way. Now we're, <laughs> that's my best man, dude. <laughs> but see, the, 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 like, the, the cool part about that, and that's where the complexity of it comes, is, like, there's people that don't have that skill, i.e. me, but then even on a more crazy uh, like level, um, some would even say spectrum, where they can't, they can't deal with that at all, and it like freaks them out. So, but like yours, you, you've got the skill handle that you can make a friend out of it. Like you can, you can bring someone into your life just by like a simple mm -hmm. like misinteraction. But then there's people out there that's like they have that, and then they start screaming at the top of their lungs, and they put their fingers in their ear, and they fucking break down. And it's like, how did we get there? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, dude! Like, You're on a full autism kick, aren't you? It's just, I don't <laughs> like. Well, we were talking about social interaction, but like, you, I, I've been I, no. What I've been on a kick of is, is public freakouts. Mm. Watching people just publicly freak out, and just watching these like thin ass arguments just dissolve, and the ones that I don't like are the ones where it's a customer trying to get the person working i think that's fucking terrible like why can't you comp my shit and they're like filming them like take my refund take my refund take my refund and it's like dude filming them and being a fucking ass isn't gonna get you your shit back no for it's, sure not it's just gonna make them more angry but the ones i do like are when the other person's fucking crazy typically a white woman uh going fucking crazy yelling at a person because they parked wrong or something and they're like on the verge of physical yeah and you're just watching these people being children. And you go, like, you don't get this out? Right, right. I'd, which I don't think a lot of people have outlets. No, They're no. just building up and building up. But also, like, recognize. Recognize. Why are you freaking out? Yeah. Settle down. Calm your shit. And, like, realize the situation of, like, where do you want this to go? Do you want this to escalate to violence? Mm -hmm. Like, you prepared for that? Are you prepared to lose your life over this altercation because somebody parked weird or something or this guy's not, you know, your food's cold or something? Like, how far are you willing to go with that shit? If you're willing to go to the, to the end, yeah, stick to your guns. But, like, you know you're bluffing. Yeah, no one wants, no one wants violence. They think they do because they don't know violence. 
Right. Like, just they don't know it, so then they think they know it. And it's like, for example, when I, let's say I uh, smoke a little bit, right? And then I go and I watch a glory or an MMA fight. I know the physical capabilities of those people because I do the physical capability of what those people do. And when they're, like, fast, I can appreciate, oh my God, that was fucking, mm-hmm. like, how am I ever going to be that fast? But I guarantee you a person that doesn't watch that shit religiously. Like, I'm that fast. He's like, that ain't shit. And it's like, yeah. you really looking at that and going, that ain't shit. But to be fair, well, and fighting is the weird one in that because people are more likely to, because it's so inherent in us, they're more likely to just be confident in being able to do it. Mm-hmm. Where even if I watch basketball or football or golf, even, like I don't watch those, but when they do something, I go, I couldn't fucking do that. Right. Well, it, it, you're right. You're dead accurate on that. When I was younger... I thought so I'd watch a fight kind of like the like the one we just watched the Uriah and what what is it Petter Petter, yeah. Petter. Yeah. Um, when I see something like that when I was a kid I would be like well, hey they're just throwing like why aren't they engaging like just throw which they are there's like a lot of feints and everything and you know a lot of fights can be mostly that until there's a crack like you have two explosive people but then like, I think leg kicks, like I'd see somebody just throwing leg kicks, throwing leg kicks, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's because I hadn't been kicked like that by a fucking grown man or like by an athlete. I haven't received leg kicks like that, so I don't understand. And I haven't thrown leg kicks like that and felt the damage that that causes. So it's like you really don't know until you've received all of that. Like I've never been knocked out, so I don't know what it's like to go fight again after being you know, flatlined. I mean, I've knocked myself out plenty of times, but uh, never assume, by, yeah. I assume it's the same thing. I mean, I think the only, I mean, the only difference it, is somebody in, just lights out, you know. Right. Like the, if, the difference is going to be in front of people. That's the, that's where the, I guess. Yeah, that's the difference. Because, like, if you got knocked out in the gym and then, like, woke up, I'd be ready to go for another round. I guess, man. Just that's, because it's, yeah. like, that's just part of the sport. Unless I shit myself or something. I wonder if, like... There's a part of, like, a fighter that I don't have, which is, like, the fear of losing. You know, like... you. But know, every fighter has the fear of losing. Right, but, like, not... Like, if I got knocked out in, in an octagon or whatever, I don't know how much I'd actually care. Like, if my life, if my, like, you know, livelihood depended on it, yeah, we care, but it wouldn't be like an embarrassing thing unless I did something stupid. Which, I mean, I don't see you in here, so why the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have that yeah. that pride level of like I have to be the last standing warrior or whatever. It's like I don't know. So I wonder if that's like to my deficit or to my no, advantage. I, I mean, I like listening to George talk about like listening to George talk about um competing. He. He's always like scared. Like there's not he's like he's always like afraid of losing. Like there's never the way he talks about it, I go, hmm. I feel like I have like I feel like the mental toughness isn't as crazy as you think. Like you're you're already there. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I think your mental toughness is there. I just I think it's just the act of doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't for example I don't want to sound like, like, for example, uh, like military school, like fighting there, just makes everything kind of easier. 
Right. Because there's right. it's not that it was a gym fight, but it's like you're fighting solely on like like it's normal. Like right. there's a normality to it. Where I don't fear that. What I fear is the the event. Like, because I've never done that. I've never like walked, like done all the like the 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 mundane shit that you have. Like the fighting part is easy. The, yeah, I would do that in a bar, but it's the part of like walking and having to do all this other stuff that like I don't want to do it. Like I don't want to do. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to like go through the whole rigmarole of like weighing in and doing all that. Like that's all fucking accessories. Yeah. Like I want to fight. Like I'm cool with that. I'll fight anyone. Like yeah. that. That's. That's not the issue. It's the doing the walk and all that. Do I think have, that's more. Do you of have a mental. problem with losing? No, I, was, I don't. I, I don't, was a lot. I don't give a fuck about that because it's like I. Th- I guess you're right. It probably goes back to military school in the sense that like you can lose the fight. That's fine, but like as long as you fought, right, right. It's the that's the right. like I don't I don't like when you see these split decision fights where you're like I don't know one either one of those guys can fight. Yeah, in my mind they both won. Yeah, my mind exactly. In my mind they both won because like. They're both standing, and they're both okay, yeah. and they're both, like, they felt like they both won. They did what they wanted to do. It just may have not put the other person out. It just may yeah, not yeah. have got them. But it's just, like, one of those, like, you both did it. Yeah, like there's, a, there's a time, like, if that fight would have kept going, you would have found a winner. But still, like, right. they surpassed the fight in right. the sense, like, you know. And X's and O's, obviously, that person gets the W, so then their life goes towards a better track right that's the way like there has to be a winner and a loser Mm -hmm. but as far as my mentality behind is like dude if you just go through a fight even if you lose like doesn't really fucking matter right like you yeah if you if you make it to the end and there's like it's a split decision and you're you're iffy you've transcended beyond the fight you like the parameters of the fight meaning like the time that was allotted like you should if that were to keep going there would be a more definite winner or yeah. you would both just Robbie Lawler, Condit, Carlos Condit, like, yeah. start swinging with your shoulders and shit. And I'm, I will say this, like, I, I'm saying this as a caveat to what we're talking about. Like, pro fighting, like, obviously it matters if you lose because that's your fucking paycheck. Like, I understand that side of it. Mm-hmm. But take away the monetary outlook on it and just look at it as a fight. Going back to the Carlos versus Robbie fight, like, those guys did everything that their game plans consisted of and that, mm-hmm. they, that they built for six weeks to the point where at the very end of it, they were like, fuck game plans because it's obviously not working, that we're going to get so primal that we're just going to do what anyone can do. Their, yeah, their and, bodies were failing and yeah, shit. And they're just like, fuck it. Let's after, after that, you can't hang your head. Yeah. Like after a fight like that, because you, you fucking went out there and did everything you can unless you physically can't hold your head up because which was the case <laughs> pretty much because yeah. you're fucking god that hard. was such a banger of a fight because you're fucking dying um but yeah also like that is your thing right so if you're a fighter and that's your your jam like that's your that's who you are and, i get it and kamara a, kamara made a good point on the on rogan's podcast where it's like after every point. fight depending on like it doesn't even matter what fight it is it's just like you lose a piece of yourself every time mm-hmm. you fight. And he does make a good point where, like, there's just a, like, there's a, to- like, for example, the Carlos and Robbie fight. We're talking about it in a, in a positive light where they're both winners, right? You, you want to give that narrative, oh, my God, they're both winners, like, to me. But at the same time, 
they can feel like they held the best fight of that year, hands down. It's a great fight. Everyone loves it. But deep down for them, like, that fucking sucked. Like, they get at, like, it was an awesome moment. Like, it was right. like, the greatest fight. But, but, like, look at me, like, now. Like, did that, how did that benefit me now? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a great fight, but, man, I've got a click in my shoulder that doesn't go fucking away. Like, yeah. I see things out of the corner of my eye sometimes. Like, there's, like, these little things that, like, I want to be, like, this is the, that was the fucking most adrenaline intense moment of my life and the greatest thing in the world. But, like, how much of it, and that's why I think these guys should get paid more. Because, like, what is that worth? Mm-hmm. Like what? And you go into every fight thinking either one, I'm gonna knock this dude out; two, it's gonna be a fucking great fight, and you want a great fight. But Bisping wanted a great fight against Vitor, and Vitor took his eye. Right. And it's like, oh man, like you were hoping, you were hoping it's gonna be a good fight, and then like, it was for one guy. Yeah. So. I can understand the the winning, like, you're both winners in that aspect. Like, I will never disparage a person that goes and puts it out there. But when I lose just regular matches, kickboxing or jujitsu, like, I don't ever, like, I don't feel bad. Like, I'm a great loser. That's not a good thing, but my goal isn't to be the world champ. Right, that's not your, yeah, that's not your thing. But if some, you know, if somebody were to be like, you know, you're fired as a coach. Mm-hmm. That would hit you. Yeah, if you were, if someone that goes, would hit you hard. If they were like, you're like not. It, it, what would hit me is if they go, you're behind the times. You don't know what you're talking about. I'd be like, oh fuck. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm old or something. Like I just uh, I've fallen behind. Like that would be a real kick in the dick. Right. So so yeah. Same thing. If you were to lose in an aspect of your life that is more yeah. defining. Of your life, but I, I, I get made it. I made peace when I first did the sport. When we fucking went to Brazil, saw that dude do a flying armbar on like the first time visiting a jiu-jitsu gym. Like at that moment, I was like, I'm not gonna be a world champion. Like <laughs> I started this too late. I'm fucking 15. Champ years. mentality, baby. It's like I'm 15. I started this too late. Um, <laughs> you know, so like, I, but I didn't care because that's not what I wanted. Yeah. So whenever I go and compete, for me, it's never like a. I'm competing. Because I want to go test myself, and I do the leaps and bounds you do get after you compete. Because, like, there's a little bit of like, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't know who you are, so I'm gonna do what I want to you, in a way of like, I'm gonna just try to do whatever I can mm-hmm. within the rules. Okay. Um, and then you can bring back those little tiny things to the gym, and it makes your rolling a little bit more intense, or it makes your sparring a little bit more intense. Like fighting a tie, for example, and then coming back here, like sparring's different. For like I don't, I don't let up. A, like I don't, I don't like. Like when you, f- you'll, sp- for example, today when we go spar, there might be a guy or two people there that have done martial arts before, but they've obviously never done contact because they sit here and they like punch here or they don't like fully touch you with the kick. Yeah. And the whole time you're just like fucking hit me. Yeah. And that's a weird thing to ask, but the whole entire time I'm just like hit me. Give me a reason to, like, like do more. <laughs> yeah. Because if I just started, like, teeing off on you and you're just, like, doing this, like, I'm an asshole. Yeah, yeah. But give me something in return so that way this isn't me being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's that. It's just, like, these little, like, I understand the benefits of it, of both being winners, but, like, I just don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, like, there's other things to worry about. Like, I don't. 
I but feel that. That's just not. That's not who we are. That's not our. Mm-hmm. You have other desires. But in life. but taking a loss, let's say just losing sparring rounds or something, that'll fuck me up. Like I'll go home and think about it. But like, but in the moment, in, are, you, are you okay? Yeah, I mean I'm okay the whole time. Yeah. Like I'm not really losing sleep over it. Yeah. But I'll be like, God damn it. Yeah. And then that fine. next week I'm you know, or the next time I'm coming back harder. It's the people that can't take a loss. Yeah. I mean, do I go out to the car and you know cry? Cry a little bit, think about taking my life and everyone in the gym. Yeah. Get but, a little, take out a little frustration cry. <laughs> but yeah, it's not it's not a huge deal. But then again, it's not my full identity. You oh, know what I'm saying? Oh oh Joe, you thought your hands were fast? What about these bullets, bro? <laughs> Just like loading a clip. <laughs> Just tears running down. <laughs> You think you could just light me up? What if I light you up? <laughs> um, just in that high pitch. What time um, do we have to get out of here? Uh, a little bit. We can go ahead and call it. It was a nice nice little light cast. I like this. I like quickie. Going, yeah. I like going back to this. I like it. Cool. All right, guys. Um, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, SouthernScrapNation.com for all those other stuff. If you want to get in contact with me. I am there. Uh, also, Daniel Jonas. Um, we're, uh, you don't want to find him. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, I don't have anything. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we'll, I'll be back this week to talk about the Jones versus Reyes fight. Um, and then whatever else is going on in the MMA news. Uh, so thanks again for listening, everybody. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play. You can find all that on there. And... Do you want to say? See you. Peace. Deuces. Peace, everyone. You heard it here. (laughs)